Our coffee breaks with researchers aim to spread knowledge about regional development and innovation. By sending a camera around the world, we present you with different angles and insights on the topic. We ask researchers directly and in a personal manner about their work. We want to make scientific knowledge accessible to all. Hi, welcome to Coffee Break with researchers. Today, I'm having a coffee break with Rhiannon Pugh. She's a postdoctoral researcher at the Department of Social and Economic Geography at Uppsala University in Sweden. Hello, Rhiannon. Thank you for accepting our invitation to a coffee break. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for the invitation to this nice initiative. Today, I'm having an Indonesian black coffee. Which one are you having? I'm having coffee with milk. Uh, that's great. I have recently read one of your papers, the one about the role of universities in the development of lagging regions. Could you please tell me what the paper was about? Yes, yeah, so this paper is based on um, an analysis of regional innovation policy over around 15 years in Wales, which is my home country. Um, and it was using uh, a quite prominent theory in regional economic development called the triple helix to try and study Welsh innovation policy. And since the triple helix approach is such an important theory for regional development, could you please provide me with a short summary of the theory? Yes, put simply, the premise behind the triple helix theory is that you can drive regional innovation and regional economic development by having the three actors of university, industry and government working together um, in this intertwined way. Um, which is where the triple helix metaphor comes to actually drive innovation and economic development. Thank you for that. And um, which ones were your main findings in your paper? Yeah, so the main findings of my paper was that when you take theory such as the triple helix, which has been primarily developed and tested in sort of world, world leading regions economically and technologically speaking, such as for example, Silicon Valley in the US or um, Cambridge in the UK being kind of the classic examples in economic geography. When you actually take theory out of those leading region contexts um, and try and uh, implement the same approaches in weaker economic regions with kind of different characteristics, um, you might run into some difficulties because the regional context is different and the theory might not work in the same way. So in the case of the triple helix, my main finding was that actually um, this was not always a particularly successful approach in Wales um, to try and drive innovation primarily from the university sector. That's very interesting indeed. And I also want to know what was your personal driver in doing this paper? So initially my main motivation was quite um, a practical one. I had funding for my PhD studies from Nesta, which is the kind of innovation agency in the UK. And they specifically funded me to look at um, innovation policy in Wales and also to look at the triple helix of um, industry, government, university interactions. So um, the project was kind of um, oriented towards that. But as I got deeper into the research, I started to actually you know, question the applicability of the triple helix model and ask, is this actually the best model for regional governments in weaker regions such as Wales to pursue? Or are there other models or other theories that could be more appropriate? Or, or perhaps we need to change our theories a little bit to fit the weaker region setting? I can imagine this was very important to you. 
So based on these findings, um, which ones will you consider are the main policy implications based on your research? Yeah, so in this paper, I tried to provide both theoretical and some more practical policy recommendations. Um, and my, my recommendations were not that we should um, kind of abandon a triple helix or a university-based approach to regional innovation altogether, but that maybe we need to take a slightly different approach in weaker regions, um, which is slightly more kind of network-based and that sees the roles of universities in a slightly more interactive, kind of social, community-driven way. So rather than universities developing technologies or kind of knowledge which they patent and spin out or sell to companies in a very linear mode of innovation, perhaps they can play a more important role, having a kind of softer, network-based, community-building approach in the weaker region setting. Um, so they could still play an important role, but it might be just a bit different to you know, how we might see Stanford University or Cambridge University behaving in these very leading high-tech regions. Uh, that was great. Thank you very much for clarifying that. It was uh, really nice to have you here in a coffee break and I wish you the best for your future research and I hope to see you next time. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for watching. If you are interested in more details about this research, find here the link to the academic publication. See you next time. Bye-bye.